0: Hey everyone, Rafe here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Faces and Feels. Uh, before we jump straight into the episode, I just wanted to hit you with a quick public service announcement. A uh, promotion that's near and dear to my heart. Deathmatch down under Australia's premier deathmatch wrestling company. is currently in a, the midst of a big fund strife to try and establish their own venue in Melbourne, Victoria. Now, this is a really exciting concept for me. Though I don't live in... Melbourne, the idea of them having a place to put on shows regularly, to stream on IWTV, to put out more content, to help develop talent, all the things you can do when you have uh, your own location seems like a really, really exciting prospect to me. Uh, if you look at somewhere like H2O Wrestling, run by Matt Tremont, that's a perfect example of what can be accomplished when you have a space like that. I imagine booking venues and doing things like that and selling the idea of bringing a deathmatch company to your venue isn't always the easiest thing to do. And so, yeah, they're trying to get that done uh, and they really want to make it happen this year. But in order to make that a reality, they really need your help. So please head over to 3011arena.com.au. That is 3011 dot au to check out all the ways you can help. They've got all sorts of packages um, and nothing goes unrewarded. So there's various tiers starting from uh, as little as $10 making your way all the way up to $1,000 with perks and merch and uh, being part of the mural, being literally a part of the fabric of the venue, free tickets to shows, All of these things are available uh, and you'll be helping a great cause and helping a great community that they're building over there in Melbourne. So please check out 3011arena.com.au and support Deathmatch Down Under. And with that said, let's jump into the show. (laughs) What it is, what's up, and welcome everyone to Faces and Feels. I'm your host, Rafe Houston, and I am again beaming to you live from the Bendigo Hotel in Melbourne. Today, I've managed to hit up the one and only Erin Dick from Deathmatch Down Under before the doors open on this no-ring chaos. The beer garden's filling up, the music's back on, but we're going to soldier through anyway and just talk about how this entire weekend has played out. How are you feeling after these huge shows with ICW No Holds By?
1: Oh my God, Rafe. Um, I, I'm pretty tired. Yes. but I can't imagine I'm as tired as, as the guys and gals who've gone out and killed it this this weekend. Um, yeah, I, it's still not real to yeah. me. Obviously still in wrestling mode here at the Bendigo Hotel, Got to get this no ring out of the way, but uh-huh. looking forward to it. I think it'll be a bit of fun. Um, yeah, I, th- I think once it's up on IWTV, that's when that's when it'll all sink in and I get to watch it with the rest of the world.
0: Absolutely. I can't wait to watch back all the shows. It was insane to like be there and see them, you know what I mean, and to, to see those guys and and girls from America in front of me, which is crazy, see a Pete fighter show, see the chains and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, I just can't wait for the rest of the world to know how good those shows were and to see how, how much, like, the Deathmatch Down Under talent showed out as well.
1: Totally. I, I think something um, that stood out to me is, like, you know, one of the bookers, like, obviously we had the three ICW shows and then our DMDU oh, show, so there was, like, you know, um, a bit of separation of workload there. Yeah. But just every single show... Like from top to bottom for me was just excellent like yeah. there was not a single match that I was like, this sucks like I, I even I just enjoyed everything yeah. um, and there was so many people who stepped up like yeah. fill-ins or whatever, which was always gonna happen, right yeah. that's, that's just the nature of the beast, but um just everyone who was on those cards showed out, and I could not be more proud of the community that we have here um, in Deathmatch. Like, it's such a special community; it's a family. Yeah. I know that's a cliche, but I think like after this weekend in particular, there's just like this is family for so many of us. Um, and to be able to come to these shows over the last weekend and just leave everything at the door, um, and you know, just. I, anytime the show started from bell to bell, I was just completely immersed in it, yeah. which is something that I don't always get to do. Yeah, um, as you know, as a promoter and as someone who's working behind the scenes, but like to be able to still do all that and watch these shows and think, "Oh my god, this is real! Like, this is our lives now." Yeah, um, yeah. Not, nothing. I don't think anything's going to come close to this for a while.
0: Yeah, I, I think every single one of them was so special. The vibe at all the shows was so special. How excited the fans were! aftermath of all of them and then standing in that room you know on the the last day with you guys like and the emotion flying around from everybody and all the kind words everyone was saying to each other and all the love and tears and stuff like that was something really special to be a part of it meant a lot to me to be like included you know in the small way that I am and I can only imagine for you and like the level of blood, sweat, and tears that you guys and your team have put into it, what that means, you know? Yeah. You you should be so proud of yourselves.
1: Thank you so much. The thing for us is that, like, none of this happens without that one fan buying a ticket to one show, that one fan buying a ticket to four shows, um, the wrestler who works one show, the wrestler who works four shows, the sponsors, like, none of that happens. So for us, there's no hierarchy of, like... Who, who, who is more important than the formation of this event? Like every single person, every human who was in attendance or watched online, who supported online, who retweeted. Um, that That's why we are where we are now. And like to look back two years ago, it, it, it's just a completely different vision for what we had for the company. We thought we yeah. would just be doing like the odd show of like 30 people and like it would be our little niche thing that we yeah. get to enjoy for ourselves and to see the whole like... Not even just Melbourne, like, the the Australian community embrace it. Um, And worldwide now, having people from the US who do this, like, day in, day out, come down and go, this is the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. People who've been wrestling for, like, 20 years um, come overseas to Australia, despite all the challenges that it took to get here, um, and go, wow, I'm so glad that this happened and I can't wait to do it again. Like, oh, my God, it just makes all the pain and suffering and tears, like dissipate yeah yeah, it's so
0: cool and it's done such a great job of building so many like worthy hard working young talents you know I mean look at that man right there Calvin Butcher I mean he has only been doing it for a very short amount of time it's a worldwide deathmatch superstar you know what I mean, like, and he hasn't even left this country. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously you guys went to the UK, but <laughs> <laughs> but when he goes to America, that man yeah. is gonna blow the fuck
1: up. He like, needs, a, he needs a world tour. He, yeah. needs, he absolutely needs a world tour. Absolutely, um, it's imminent. Let me tell you, it's imminent. We just don't have any fucking money, but when we do, <laughs> when we do have money, like it is, it is imminent. Yeah. Um, he's a superstar, and like, you know, I'm obviously biased, but just yeah. he's so talented, and he's a locker room leader from the get go. Like, he's been, you know in the industry for eight years um and he's still so young yeah he has so much wisdom and so much love to give to everyone backstage um from every aspect like he's he's the first one there bumping in he's setting up the ring he he, he's putting he set up the chains on the saturday like he's the one doing all that and he's usually the last person there to leave as well so like the the work ethic of Callum butcher cannot be understated um but just the love that he has for it as well. Like yeah. I think it's just that Deathmatch has reignited that in him because you you've heard this story that he was ready to quit and like discovering Deathmatch is the thing that saved him and mm-hmm. saved his career. Um, I wouldn't have met him if it not had been yeah. for Deathmatch, um, and I can't imagine a life without him now. So yeah. just to have that um, shared passion between us, like from on a personal note, it is obviously all all That's I've ever wanted. Um, yeah. But to be able to produce and you know make really inspiring wrestling and to build a community together it's family like it is literally family to to the fullest extent so yeah i cannot be more proud of him and i cannot wait for everyone to see these matches because he like he just had bangers like eric ryan has been on his list since day one and like coming out backstage i had to go check on him because i knew he'd be a wreck and i went back i would go backstage and i go and check on him and he's just like that 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 is the coolest. Thing I've ever done in my life, and he's just crying, and I'm just giving him a hug, and I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Like, yeah, it, it, it's it's inspiring secondhand to just live through him vicariously and see him live out, out that dream. um Yeah, no, nothing can beat that for me, nothing. And same with Joel. Like, you know, like it's same with all the guys, Damien Rivers, like the people who have been working Vixen. Like, you know, they've been hustling on this scene. Um, where deathmatch wasn't accepted, where hardcore wrestling was frowned upon, and you know, there's a, h- a whole history there that we don't have time to get back into that you know well and truly. Um, to have that recognised by international talent and by a fiercely loyal like fan base from all around the country, from all around the world. Yeah. Oh my God! Like, yeah, it's just nothing can beat this feeling. It's not.
0: It's a, a. It was a weekend full of. That's the coolest fucking thing I've ever <laughs> yeah. done. From everybody.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: And that goes for the Americans as well because a lot of them told me that. Yeah. Like, you know, that that was was crazy and, like, so many new friendships made and, like you say, there's Cal, he's fighting fighting Eric, he's fighting Akira, he's teaming with Akira, you know, like, Mm. and... Oh, this fighting cruel. Like, you know, I remember a just, just
1: here, yeah, totally. Like, a, a little moment that I'm going to hold on to f- forever. Yeah. Um, a fan came up to me after the Pit Fighter match with Akira and Callan, and yeah. they obviously, like, shared a kiss or two in the ring. Yeah. And they <laughs> yeah. were just, like, just going for it, and they were, like, letting everything go. And this fan came up to me, and he's like, you don't understand what that means to me as, like, a queer guy to come to wrestling shows and see that like toxic masculine bullshit just disappear and to have like two guys just like fully embrace each other in every way and it's safe and everyone's cheering and there's just no hate like that's that's why i'm here that's why i'm getting chills just talking about it because it's just that's why i'm here um to, to to make moments and to make See like to to make those moments for people like me who were queer who were marginalized in any way whatsoever to come to a wrestling show and go I see myself in that moment or that person's like creating a safe moment for me to just like you know just to be myself in my fullest form. So like there was a few moments like that that just yeah like that will stick with me forever and when I look at our crowds, they're super queer, they're super punk, like that's just everything that I wanted for DMDU when I started. Um it feels really genuine. It feels really authentic. Um,
0: yeah, it doesn't feel like pandering. I, when you and I had our first interview, we talked about the Golden Lovers and we talked about Kodo mm. Bushi huge fan, obviously. And then for you guys to do that, but it's still, it didn't come across as pandering. It didn't come across as like trying to, pushing a gender or anything like that. It was just the story. It's sort of two friends that love each other and that's what it is and that's how it comes off, you know. Totally. And also that song that they now come out to, the heat of the moment, <laughs> is a great, choice, a great we've, we've been, choice.
1: Yeah, we've been listening to it in the car like every day for the last like two weeks. Yeah. It's, it's stuck so in my funny. head forever. But like yeah. that full circle moment for me, coming back here and talking to you now, I got yeah. my I got my golden lovers moment. I know. I got and my it all and came, it all came around, which is
0: which is so fun, like because it's two you guys are, you know what Mm. I mean, it's what you believe in, and and it's who they are, you know what I mean, they're friends, they've been very good friends for a long time, and they love each other, and it's awesome, you know, so, and then they were in the ring with B D E who are two guys, like, who love each other, you know what I mean, they're best mates, and they were obviously trying to outdo each other and whatnot, without going into spoilers for everybody, you need to watch these shows, they're so funny, but those, those teams were magic together, you know, so... I just, I can't wait for the world to see all these shows. And, me too. Uh, and I think, yeah, you guys should be really, really proud of what you've done. Thank you. And thank you for including me in the small way that you have. I've I've loved every second of it. None of this would have happened without Deathmatch Town Under. None I more. wouldn't be doing interviews if not for you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. And
1: like I say, it's, it's like, this doesn't happen without you. I, I know that... This is now just us, like... (laughs) loving each other, (laughs) Loving each other, but I just, like, that energy is still rolling over from the weekend, and I just have so much love to give. So, like, none of this happens without you. That's that's
0: so kind. And I had so many people say so many nice things to me over the weekend. Um, I just had my 40th birthday, and I was kind of emotional talking to my wife. And she was like, you know, all these things are true, right? And I'm like, you kind of... You think a little bit of it, you know, like, in your deepest, darkest self. But then when the people that you love and respect verbalise them to you. It can sometimes be hard to, you know, take that stuff on board you, like, mm-hmm. run away from the, the feelings and the and the mm-hmm. truth and the, and all that. So.
1: I think we're all prone to it, though. I yeah. think especially in wrestling, there's a lot of, like, imposter syndrome that comes with it. Um, I think for me, like, someone who's still relatively new to the business... Um, sorry, my voice is a complete mess, but I'm... I'm we all to are, because we've been screaming a weekend for, like, four, <laughs>
0: so. someone about to do it again yeah, like a bunch yeah. of fucking idiots. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, there's still heaps of, like, imposter syndrome for me, but I had so many really affirming moments with talent and fans over the weekend being like, you know, thank you and, like... (laughs) getting feedback as well like that's so important for me I don't want to live up in the clouds all the time like yeah. it's really nice this moment right now and this feeling is really wonderful um, but I don't ever want to be stuck up in the clouds thinking that we're God's gift to earth and that everything we're doing is perfect and that we're looking down on you know everyone else I think I think for me it's like okay what do we how do we capitalize this energy <laughs> yeah. and take it into the next chapter of DMDU yeah. and how do we continue with our mission that was our mission from the beginning which was just to make the scene a better and safer place for everyone? Yeah. Um. Feedback from like the Americans, with for example, like working with Louise, our myotherapist, and saying, we don't have this back home. We have nothing like this back home and we need it desperately. Yeah. Like think like that, I know brought Louise to tears. She'd probably be upset with me sharing that, but still, like she needs to know how valued and appreciated she is, not just in DMDU, but like now worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and just and just having that feedback constantly from fans that like this is this is the place I feel safest, this is the place I can just let everything go. And that's yeah. what wrestling is, that's yeah. what it's supposed to be, that yeah. you could just leave everything that is bothering you at home, whether it's work, whether it's relationships, whatever that be, and come hang out with your chosen family. Um, it's it's such a juxtaposition, isn't it? Because there were so many times where I was watching, like, just that the packed crowds and being like, oh, watch the chairs, make sure people have seats, and like, yeah. you know, sensory overload and stuff." And I'm I'm always watching out for that stuff, and I always want to do better at that stuff. Um, it takes an army, like it absolutely takes an army, and I think like the collective vision is there. Yeah. It's just like, how do we channel that energy into something productive that yeah. is sustainable and that, that's a constant journey for yeah. us um but we needed this kickstart this weekend we really did we were we were we were tired we were all very <laughs> tired yeah, yeah, yeah. um and we needed we, we thought it could go either way we were like we were going to be wrecked by the end of it or we were going to feel the way that we do now and i'm so glad it's turned out the way it has you know, it's,
0: it's turned out absolutely perfect is how it's turned out you know and and it's crazy like i think a lot of people would think you know from the look at from looking from the outside in they'd see the blood and they'd see the glass and they'd see all those things and they'd be like, This is just people killing each other kind mm. of thing and you know what was the term they used in the newspaper all those years ago? Organized, Organized barbarism. barbarism. Yeah, exactly.
1: I'm gonna get that tattooed one day. Re- you
0: really should, that's so funny. <laughs> but the thing is, when you actually are there and you live it, it's not that that at all. There is, there is elements of, of violence and the night escalates and stuff like that and that's shock and awe and that's all it is, but then you've got, you know, moments of you know, true friendship and love and fandom and support and like look at look at how the weekend opened. It opened with two friends being dickheads in the ring, <laughs> drinking and kissing and doing all kinds of dumb stuff. Yeah. My sister in law came with came with us and now she's watched wrestling before and she's heard me talk about wrestling more than anybody wants to hear anybody talk about anything. That was the first death match she ever saw live. Wow. And she's still like it was probably the funnest match, like I've ever seen live or of the entire weekend. Wow, cool. you know, just because it was ridiculous yeah. and like and fun and like you said, inclusive, and she loved it, you know. Yeah, and and then you go from that to like the cruel massacre of the last <laughs> night, but everybody's just blown away and you're terrified and you're laughing and you're you know, yeah. and it's all that, and it's wrestling can be anything and all you need to do is like open yourself up to it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing there doesn't have to be any fucking rules. You know. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you guys keep breaking the mould and that's what's most important. You know? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank absolutely. You. So tell everybody what's next with Deathmatch Down Under. Obviously, you've oh. just done the hugest milestone of all time is it yeah. just like take a break
1: for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the immediate plan is to break. Um, yeah, break. The, yeah. Watch all the shows back <laughs> online. Like chill. Yeah, totally. The, the immediate plan is to take some time off. Um, we've obviously got our like venue fundraiser happening in the background Um, so I mean we cleared that first milestone over the weekend we hit 12 grand from like donations sponsors investors alone which is insane we didn't think that would happen so we're in we're in the door Um, now the next step is to actually yeah move in make it nice and pretty um, and that's going to take a few months so uh, the plan is hopefully to kick off the new year with like our poor decisions to um, a, what's it called donor only event yeah. and, so that, and
0: that's like the open the grand opening of yeah the that'll new be venue. The,
1: the yeah the premier yeah. event at the the 3011 arena yeah. um and it's going to be a lot of fun. From there, like, we've got a few things lined up, like probably go back to Geelong and stuff, but nothing's set in stone at the moment. We're very much just like taking the foot off the gas the next few months um, and just figuring out what what the plan is. You've been is.
0: redlining for a while, it's okay. I yeah, think it's all right yeah. to kind of wind down the end of the year yeah. and also build that new space, I mean what's that going to mean, you know? Like, look at these weekends. You guys were, were scrambling at, like, the last moment <laughs> because venue fall-throughs and stuff that's out of your control. and yeah. you, you obviously made it work. Those kind of problems go away when you have your own venue. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know? and it's so much less soul-crushing to have to, like, I don't know if I can, um, like, overstate how soul-crushing bumping in and out of a venue can be, yeah. especially for deathmatch shows. Yeah, you can
0: just leave it set up, right? You've yes. got to clean the canvas Yeah, and we'll just, <laughs> like, you know, Cal
1: and I will go down midweek and we'll just, like, do some rubbish removal. Like, we'll do what needs to be done. But the thing is, we can leave it there and we don't have to worry about being out by a certain yeah. hour. Like, it's just... I mean, that being said, the venues that we had this weekend were, like we we struck like gold we 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 could not have been we could uh, they were so beautiful but we could not have been more fortunate with just like the accommodating nature of of the venues like they were so down for whatever they were like deathmatch like because we struggle with that of course we do it's like um getting a venue that is is comfortable with what we do is is obviously like we need to meet in the middle with that um so there's plenty of venues in melbourne that are down with that don't get me wrong but like at the short notice, finding venues who were keen to go and were accommodating in the sense of like, oh, you have a whole weekend or like come back tomorrow and you can do some rubbish pickup, you know, like just those little things. I can't speak more highly of the B East in Brunswick. Like they were so, great. so great. Great food too. Yeah, great food. Um, Space A were awesome. I think that was like what the vibe will look like for us going forward, just that like warehouse packed in.
0: That was awesome. I, I said to my wife, I was like, this is, like, the perfect venue for this. Mm. When I came into it, I was like, oh, is this... I was thinking, oh, maybe it's going to be a bit small and it's going to sort of be annoying to try and get drinks or get to the bathroom or do whatever, you know, because it was all really packed in. But you could just get everywhere. Like, yeah. it was so... You could get to merch. Like, everything's perfect. Everything's
1: by design, right? Everything's by design. Yeah. Um, and we make do. I think that's something that DMV yeah. have always done well since day mm-hmm. one is that we just make do with sure. whatever we've got. Um, what's the The third day, like... It's a gorgeous venue and they loved it. They want to have us back. The thing yeah. now I'm like, oh, I want to go back to all these venues, but now we've got our own space. It's like, ah, yeah. but we will. Like we will. We'll continue. The day was
0: a beautiful yeah. spot, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: very, it was, uh, very big, beautiful
0: cool. outdoor beer garden. They like, do yeah. kink
1: shows. Like that, they had like a kink show fall through that night, and that's why we got the place. So we were like, oh, are you cool with death matches? You're like, we like, kind
0: like, of are a kink. Yeah, they
1: we're like, hey, this is what we do. They're like, sick. Looks like what we usually do. Come on in, like. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Because that would be the hardest part, like not only getting a venue at last minute, but being like, "And what we're gonna do is this." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, oh, "I'm sorry, what?" Like, but
1: that's I, I watched like,
0: Cass till the bartender that yeah. he needed glass to smash up for a Taipei death match, yeah. and she was just looking at him like he had two heads. <laughs> she was like, "No, I'm just like, he goes, no, trust me, it's gonna be fine." And blah blah. It's and just like,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we never like we never like pull the wool over anyone's eyes. We're like, this is what we do. We have assets that we build to show to venues and go, this is this is our this is our script. This is what we do. Um, These are the resources that we need. Like, are you with us? It's either yes or no. Like, you know, that that's just how it is. That's part of um, running shows and. I think having our own space, though, is, is yes, going to just take so much pressure off and we'll be able to do open rings, people can come. It's a, just another place to practice and yeah. train. Um, you know, I think the future is really bright uh, for us.
0: Exactly. You can, like, have everything just set up, merch set up, things like that, and you can lock up at the end of the, a long night and not have to be there super late, cleaning mm. up and all that. You can just go, turn the key. Deal with it later, mm. like you know. And it means we can
1: focus on like all the other things, you know. Like there, there's so much that just gets sort of put to the side. Why well, you're we spending
0: so much time bumping in and yeah, out of venues? Right? Yeah, and organizing Hiring venues, trucks like, it's just, and doing. Yeah,
1: totally, there's yeah. just so much work that goes into it. Um, so to just have our own home to base these sort of things out on, not not only like from a community standpoint, is that we have a hub now that yeah. we can all congregate and do things midweek, and it's that, it's that like family that I keep banging on about. It's it's that but it is also logistics like it's going to make running things so much easier and we can we can actually grow now yeah. like we it, it might it, it doesn't seem like it at all from an outsider's point of view but like survival mode is real at times you yeah. know as a business yeah. um so like having having a home to to ground in and to build from and just like plant our roots and grow like I think that that's just going to be a game changer for us like I I can't thank anyone who's listening if you've donated if you've chipped in if you've come to a show and just bought a drink like I just can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart because it just it means the world to us like we've worked really hard to get here not just us as management but it's like all the wrestlers um all the people who work behind the scenes behind the merch desk like this is this is so important to us that it keeps going um and there's been so many times where we're just like, this is too hard. This is too hard. Yeah. What are we doing? Absolutely. Um, but this keeps us going. Like, see, seeing that come through and taking that risk of, of a crowdfunder yeah. um, and seeing it just, like, blow up the way it did. Yeah. All that depression and anxiety just left my body over yeah. it. I was like, okay, this is it. We have, we have a future now. Yeah, um, yeah I just... Ah, ah, I don't want to keep talking because I'll cry no, yeah, no, thank you. that is okay <laughs>
0: answer me this, does it have a high enough ceiling that you can lower the shark cage from the roof <laughs> down into the centre of the ring
1: no, there's still going to be some <laughs> bullshit around that because it's a fucking shark cage whose idea was that? Joel Bateman, Joel <laughs> Bateman. <laughs> any dumb idea Joel Bateman yeah. um, I love, it. I love him for. and I love his brain um, but yeah he's fucked sometimes it, 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 it's going gonna, it's gonna to help a lot of things but you know Dumb gimmicks will remain. <laughs> will
0: remain dumb. <laughs> Nothing can be done about that. Totally. Oh, that is awesome. Everybody, please go check out the information for the 3011 Arena. Yeah. Am I right? Is it 3011arena.com.au? That's it. There you go, see? Thank you. Professional like, <laughs> over here. Um, please check it out. Support the Deathmatch Down Under family. Like something really special is being brought there. And when I, I, I just spoke to Cass, and when I rewind back to when I first spoke, joel about what was going to be a new promotion i was very excited about with a wrestler i'd never met before you know what i mean it started me on on a journey with you guys that i'm really really proud of and i just uh i can't wait to see what you guys have got next yeah
1: thank you i
0: love you mate thank you so much thank you so much absolutely so everybody out there you know what to do follow them online it's all about deathmatch down under and remember it's all about peace love and fucking deathmatch wrestling Thanks for spending your time listening to the Faces and Feels podcast. Faces and Feels is a DIY project recorded and edited in-house by me, Rafe Houston. You can show your support by following us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Faces Feelscast or just head straight to our link tree, linktr.we slash facesfeelscast to find all the info you'll ever need about the show. You can stream the episodes, be directed to your favourite podcast providers, find links to all our social media platforms and sponsors and you can even buy me a coffee. If you have any questions, topic suggestions or interview requests, you can send us an email to facesandfeels at gmail.com and don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. A banger theme is Lose Lips Sync Ships by the Thunder Vipers. Check it out on Spotify and now hang around for a quick word from some friends of the show. Yo, let me stop you right there. I just need to holler at everybody and tell them about NordVPN. This service has been a bit of a game changer for me, man. Not only are they one of the first services, you know, to believe in me and to believe in this podcast, which is pretty amazing, but it's also been great to, like, pick up my internet access and throw it around the world. I've been able to access all the streaming services. I've been able to check out different shopping sites. It's keeping me safe and sound on the internet and protecting all of my important data. It's been pretty damn awesome. So, if you want to give it a chance for yourself, if you want to try it out, if you want to get amongst the glory that is NordVPN, just go to nordvpn.com/feels and use the code feels to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan and at one additional month for free. Uh it's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, which is pretty sweet. So, yeah, NordVPN.com/feels and use the code feels. Now let's get back to the interview. My body is a roadmap of pain. Oh, DeathMatchWorldwide.com, the official online merchandise store that is only for Deathmatch Wrestling, featuring official T-shirts from No Peace Underground, John Wayne Murdoch, Akira, Madman Pondo, soda 23. Neil Diamond Cutter, G. Raver, Schlack, Necro Butcher, and many more. If you are a deathmatch wrestler, promotion, manager, or platform, and are interested in joining the web store, send us an email to deathmatchworldwide at yahoo.com. Deathmatchworldwide.com For the violent view. Vinyls and Violence, a brand celebrating a love of music and deathmatch wrestling. Follow on Instagram at Vinyls and Violence, follow on Twitter at Legalised Ranch, and that's ranch with two H's, and buy the shirts from deathmatchworldwide.com. Vinyls and Violence. Pretty sure it's like some weirdo shit like Pokemon or something.